This teaching is brought to you by Christian Family Church International. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let's put our hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I am what I am by the grace of God. Amen. I want to thank our spiritual parents. Um, like many have said, words are not enough to express our gratitude and our thanks to our men and our women of God. You know, the first time that I heard that Dr. Stephen Barry was from Jupiter, I thought, this man of God so great, he's got a church in a different planet, you know. <laughs> so, um, well, thank you, sir. Come, put our hands together for our men and our women of God. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Let's take our seats. Hallelujah. Oops. Amen. I want to talk this afternoon about the God of the mountain and the God of the valleys. I believe that every valley that we go through, we can go through victoriously. So I'm going to explain to you, by the grace of God and the time that I've been allocated, three different types of valleys. But in the book of 1 Kings, chapter 20, verse 28, you know, uh, the story is that People, the, the, the enemy, Ben-Hadad, said that they won the victory because God is the God of the mountain. And God came up with an answer. Now say this with me. God has an answer to every problem. Amen? So now it says in the book of 1 Kings chapter 20, verse 28, A man of God came and said to the king of Israel, Thus saith the Lord, because the Syrian has said, the God is God of the hills, and he's not the God of the valleys. God is going to show himself powerful even in the valleys. So I'm going to talk about the first valley today that we experience. The first valley is found in the book of Psalms 23, verse 4. And I mean, you know that in Psalms 23, verse 4, it talks about the valley of the shadow of death. Say amen. But you see, the word, the key word here is, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. When you're going through a valley, God does not want you to stop, to turn around, to sit down and cry. God wants you to keep on walking, keep on moving forward, keep on walking by faith and not by sight. Now it says, the valley of the shadow of death. There cannot be a shadow until there's a light somewhere. And the Bible says that the presence of God is light. So even in your shadow, God is there. Even in that valley, sorry, even in your valley, God is there. Amen. People might have left you, friends might have left you, but God is still in your valley. Amen. And it says, uh, the lamb, God's word is a lamp unto our feet. So in the valley, you've got to keep on walking by the word. Say this with me. I walk by faith and not by sight. When I was young in, in England, we went to a Kenneth Copeland conference. It was in Brighton. I was 13 years old, and uh, they took us out into the, the, uh, into the suburbs, into, uh, into the, um, how do you say, the countryside. And um, at midnight, some of my friends, three of us, plus me, makes four, we decided to go on a midnight walk. 13 years old, and we took a little boy. He was about 10 years old. And the four of us went for a midnight walk. Now, it was dark. It was in a, in a, 
uh, in a countryside in, in, in England, and everything was dark. And as we were, we were going, we lost our way back. And we were so lost that we got scared. Because in a countryside in England, you can hear the cow mooing. And so we were dog. We didn't know if it was a cow or a bull. And then we heard strange sounds, birds making sounds like, and we got a little bit fearful. Then we heard other sound. So my friend said, man, I, 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 I'm scared, so what do we do? And I thought to them, you know what we're going to do? We're going to sing a song. Now, I used to like Elvis Presley. How many of you know Elvis Presley? Right? But let me tell you, Elvis will not take you out of the valley. I know he sings, I'm all shook up, and I was all shook up in the valley. All right? I know he, he sings, hang on, dog. But, you know, I didn't want to hear the sound of a dog. So I decided in those times, I was 13 years old, I decided in those days, let's say, we're going to be singing a song. So we're going to be singing, I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. Because these used to be the famous songs in 1984-85. I sung, this is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. And so my little friend, he was 10 years old, Andrew, he said to me, James, sing a little bit louder, because I still can hear the sound of the cow. So I sung a little bit louder. This is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice. And he said, I don't hear the cow anymore. Let me tell you, when you go through your valley, raise up your voice of faith. Raise up your voice of praise. Raise up your voice of prayer. And you will drown the voice of fear. Amen. Hallelujah. I, want to, I didn't want to hear the cow singing. I didn't want to hear the cow mowing. I didn't even hear the dog uh, barking. I didn't even hear the, the bird, the, the owl owling. I wanted to hear the sound of my faith. I wanted to hear the sound of my praise. Amen. And some of us, we've got to stop praising God. Because one of the highest level of faith is praise. So when you go through your valley, stop praising God. Because you can turn that valley into victory. We cannot be a victim anymore. We are victors in Christ. Amen. The church of Jesus Christ are not wimps. At the head of the church is Jesus. He's not a wimp. He's a winner. The body of Jesus Christ is a winner. When I was just a kid, my granddad was a very mischievous man. And in those days, what they would do is we, we, we had our own chicken. And one day what he did is he cut the chicken's head. When he cut the chicken's head, yeah, he threw it on the three boys. And when he threw it on us, we started getting scared and getting fearful. And, and he took me and he said, stop, boy. He said, a headless chicken can do you no harm. Let me tell you, 2,000 years ago, Jesus took hold of the devil and he cut his authority. And the devil is running around like a wild, wild ox. But he can do nothing. Why? Because a devil with no authority can do you no harm. Say amen, somebody. Hallelujah. You have to stand and be brave. The church has to be brave. Your second valley is the valley of Baca. Have you ever heard of the valley of Baca? Psalms 83. It says, even though, Psalms 84 verse 6. It says, even though I go through the valley of Baca. Now, I've been through the valley of Baca. Three years ago, I went through a very tough time in my life. The close friends that said were my friends left me. The people that was part of our church left us. There were people standing outside my church, our church, and sending people away and sending saying to people that you must not go in there, this guy's cursed. And the thing, the saddest thing of it is 
this was one person that was part of our church before. But you go through valley. Valley of torment, valley of tears, valley of sorrows. But you don't stop. You don't tap in that valley. You keep going, you keep moving forward. Your future is not in your past. Your future is found in Christ. Now, how many of you know that time keeps moving forward? Who we are today, is it the 6th of October, 2022? Tomorrow, watch me, tomorrow is going to be the 7th of October. Then it's going to be the 8th of October. Then it's going to be the 9th of October. But sadly, too many people are still stuck in 1992. They're still stuck in 2002. You know, time is moving forward, but you're still looking backwards. You need to learn to refuse to be a prisoner of your past. The Bible says that God will restore your soul. And your soul is your emotion. Your soul is your mind. Your soul is your will. And some of us were stuck way back in 2002. Or we're stuck way back in 2020. Let me tell you, the God of 2000 is still the God of 2022. And he will always be the God forever. Say amen, somebody. Bible says, God restores my soul. So if you're stuck here, what you need is the presence of God. And God will take you from this place of misery and turn you back and make you walk to your future. Because a person that looks to the back does not have a vision for his future. And the church is born to be a visionaire. The church is born to be king. Say, say this with me, I am a king. So I cannot stay like a peasant. I need to think like a king. You're looking at a man that had a lot of complex, had a lot of, felt a lot of inferiority. But you know what? The day that I spent time with God, God changed my mind about life. God changed my mind about the future. God began to work in me and through me. And if God can do it for me, God can do it for you. Amen. Your next value. I had to pray in tongues when dad was mentioning that valley yesterday. It's the valley of Elah. The valley of battles. And we will all go through the valley of battles. How many of you know that in the valley of Elah, in the book of 1 Samuel chapter 17, that's where you meet your giant. Now listen to me. David is anointed to be king. The anointing starts on the head. So you and I, we are anointed to be king. Everybody say, I am anointed as a king. Now, a king has authority and power. Now, there are three things that kings must learn to do. I call it the three W's. Number one, a king must learn to be a worshiper. David worshiped the Lord. Number two, a king must learn to be a worker. David served the Lord. Number three, a king must learn to be a warrior. Say this with me. I am a worshiper. I am a worker. And I am a warrior. Man of God was saying, uh, just as uh, uh, Dr. Stephen Barry, he was saying that we need to learn to go back to serving God. Amen. Say this, I am here to serve God. So he, you begin with worship. Then from worship, you become a worker. From worker, you become a warrior. Not a warrior. You don't worry, you war. You fight the good fight of faith. So this man is anointed. And there are giants. There's a giant by the name of Goliath. 
And the Bible gives the name of the giant and where he's from. Goliath is from Gath. How many of you know that sometimes we face giants with names? The sickness and where it's from. For example, COVID from a virus. For example, the loss of a job because of, how do you say it when, when you lose, um, when, when, when retrench. Is that how you say it? Yes, retrench. See, uh, English is not my first language. Neither is French, neither is Creole. Tongue is my first language. You can clap, you can clap. Praise God. And so Goliath is from Gath. Where is your giant from? What is the name of your giant? Where is it from? Let me tell you, no matter where it's from, no matter what its name, the name of Jesus is more powerful than the name of any giant. Say amen, somebody. And so David, where everybody else, like daddy said, like where everybody else was hiding in their tents, including King Saul. There's a lot of leaders that are hiding in their tents. Anointed to be king like Saul, but hiding in the tent. Hiding from their responsibility. Being fearful. Now let me tell you one of the reasons why. Two reasons first. Why did the other people become fearful? Number one, because they looked at Saul. And because Saul was fearful, they became fearful. I look to my parents. They're not fearful about the COVID. They're not fearful about the future. They're telling us what's to come. But they're preparing us for the future. Say amen, somebody. I thank God that our leaders are not wimps. Say amen, somebody. I thank God that I see a warrior in my mom and my dad. Hallelujah. And that comes to influence us. One of the reasons is in 1 Samuel, chapter 13, verse 19, on your screen, please. 1 Samuel, chapter 13, verse 19. I want you to see what's happening under the leadership of Saul. There were no blacksmiths in the land of Israel in those days under the leadership of Saul, no blacksmith. And because there was no blacksmith, the Philistine wouldn't allow them for fear that they would make swords and spears. So the second reason could be that the reason why the people did not could not face Goliath is because they had no swords, they had no weapons. Are you listening to me here, church? Now look at the next verse. Verse 21. The charges were as follow. Listen, the Philistines were so mischievous that they charged, they charged the children of Israel to come and get their weapons from them. Let me tell you something. You cannot overcome an enemy with the weapon of the enemy. Some of us were going to the world to find the solution. The world does not have solution. The world is still looking for solution. But the word of God has the solution. So they're looking for weapons. Second things that they didn't have. When you don't have a blacksmith, you don't have weapon, you don't have tools. Weapons is to fight the enemy and tools is to build for the future. So there were no tools, there were no weapon. And they had to go to the Philistine. But I thank God because, you know, in the New Testament, blacksmith 
is the apostle, the prophet, the evangelist, the pastor, and the teacher. And I thank God for our spiritual parents that, is, uh, that, that, that they are blacksmiths that are giving us the tools and the weapons to defeat the enemy. Say amen, somebody. And because they had no weapons, here's what David did. First Samuel chapter 17. There was no weapons, there was no tools. The only person that had a weapon, if you keep on reading, was Saul and Jonathan. That's the only two people that had weapons, Saul and Jonathan. When, when Dr. Theo and Dr. Beth spend time with the word, they come and educate us and equip us with the words so that we can defeat that enemy. That means that what he's doing for the people of America, because he's equipped me, I can do it for the people of Mauritius. Say amen, somebody. Well, David, David had no weapon. He tried, the wep he, he tried Saul's armor. But then it says, that doesn't fit me. So what he did is he went to a brook. Everybody say, a brook. So he went to the brook. And in the brook, he chose, or he received what? Five stones. Right? Say five stones. Now let me tell you, in the Old Testament... Symbolically, it's a brook. But in the New Testament, it's a river. In the Old Testament, it's a brook because they had the Spirit just with measure. But in the New Testament, the Holy Spirit has been given to us all here. So the brook represents the Holy Spirit. So he goes to the Spirit. He goes to the river. In the river, he finds five stones. I believe that the stones are the scriptures or the word of God. So he goes to the river, he goes to the spirit, and he gets a revelation from this. He gets five stones. My spiritual father taught me there's enough power in one verse to change our life forever. Amen. Amen. There's enough power in one verse. So he went and he got five stones. Now some people say five because it's the number of grace. Probably. Some people said five because Goliath had four brothers. Probably. Because if you can kill Goliath, you can kill his brothers. Say amen. I believe also that the reason why he took five, he was saying to Goliath, if on the first one you don't go down, I'm telling you now, you're going down on the second one. If you don't go down on the second one, you go down on the third one. Whatever happens, I'm coming out of this valley victoriously. Amen. I refuse to quit. When Jesus was faced with the enemy, the enemy came against him, and, he, and he, he, the weapon that he used was the word of God. The church has to be taught the word of God. Amen. My opinions will not change your life, but the word of God will change your life. Now, if the brook is symbolic of the Holy Spirit, and the rocks, the stones, is symbolic of the scriptures of the word of God. What is the sling? Because that's three things that's needed. I believe that the sling is symbolic of our tongue. When you pick up the scripture from the Holy Spirit, it won't work until you put it on your mouth. It won't work until you use the, the power of the word. So you have to speak the word so that the enemy can be conquered. Amen. But you don't speak any word. You speak the word of God. You pick it up from the brook. 
you get the scripture and you face Goliath with the word of God. And you face Goliath in the name of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Say amen, somebody. And that day, when he used the scripture, when he used the word, when he used that stone, he conquered Goliath. And he took Goliath and he cut his head and he showed us all how to get ahead in life. Amen. And how do you get ahead in life? You need the Holy Spirit. How do you get ahead in life? You need the Word of God. How do you, how do you get ahead in life? You need to align your mind with the mind of God. You need to align your life with the will of God. And you need to speak the Word constantly. At the beginning of the year, 2022, my wife and I, we began confessing the Word. I thank God for a good wife. Amen. Some people could be married to Jezebel. I'm married to a good wife. I thank God that my wife is not like the wife of Job. Job's, Job's wife said to him, just curse God and die. Could you imagine that? You tell your husband, curse God and then die. You know that every time, every Sunday, I preach two messages. I get home. We have lunch. I'm tired. I want to lie down. And this beautiful wife of mine, he's saying, look at Dr. Bev, what she's saying. Look at, look at Dr. Theo, what he's saying. Look at Dr. John, what he's saying. Listen to Dr. John. Listen to Dr. Allen. And I'm thinking, I want to listen to Dr. Sleep. <laughs> but even when I'm lying next to her, she's teaching me the word. Bless God if you've got a wife that teaches you the word. Bless God if you've got a wife that encourages you. Say amen, somebody. Hallelujah. I thank God for a good wife. And you know what? If, not if. When we get a baby, if it's a boy, I'll call him. When we get the baby, I'll call the boy Theo. We get a girl, I'll call the girl Beth. We get twins, boy and girl, I'll call them Theo and Beth. If we get triplets, I'm coming to you, Dr. Allen, I'll call him Allen. If we get four, I'll come to you, Dr. John, I'll call him John. But I know I'm going to be a father again. Amen? Hallelujah. So you need to find... The stones from the brook. The Spirit of God got to give you revelation. Some of us, now, when I said I went, I've been through my valleys. I, went, I once went through a valley. That valley, the second valley that I mentioned of Baca. I had no food. I know what it's like when you have no food in your house. I know what it's like when you open the fridge and all you see is the light. I know what it's like. I know what it's like when you open the top fridge. Anybody ever, ever opened the top fridge and all you see is the smoke? It's like the glory of God descending and that's it. I know what it's like. I know what it's like when people speak about you, talk bad about you, curse you. Huh? And, 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 and sometimes people have said things that I didn't even know I did it. It's like, a, did, I, did I do that? But if you listen to people, you will never progress in life. Amen. 
I also found out there's a lot of people, they are going nowhere and they want you to come with them. Isn't that right? They're going nowhere and they want you to come with them. I don't have time to come with people that are going nowhere. I've got a destiny to fulfill. And the only way that I can fulfill that destiny is by the Spirit and the Word. I've got to constantly think the Word, believe the Word, speak the Word, do the Word. Amen. I'm a believer. I found out in this, you know, in this, after this COVID, I've, I've seen a lot of believers that don't believe anymore. They don't believe anymore. We have to help them. They listen more to the news than they do to the word. Let me tell you that the devil is behind the news and the devil is a liar. I want to listen to the good news. And the good news God has said, I am not a coward, I am more than a conqueror. I can conquer everything that the enemy puts in front of me. So instead of having a shot of the, what's, whatever it's called, the, 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 what's it called? The shot of the, when you put the vaccine. The shot of the vaccine. How about having a shot of the verse of God? How about, how about having a shot of the blood of Jesus? Say amen, somebody. I have more faith in what the word can do than what the vaccine can do. The vaccine is, I'm not against the vaccine, but the vaccine is limited. But the word of God is not limited. The God of South Africa is the God of Mauritius. The God of, my, of America is the God of Mauritius. If God can do it for the Americans, God can do it for this little Mauritian guy. Sorry, I said little Mauritian guy. I meant for this big Mauritian guy. Who is losing weight? Hallelujah. I've got, I've got to follow my brothers. I've got to lose weight. And I'm losing weight. Amen. I told Dr. John that my room is 506 when I'm really staying in 536. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Let's stand together and say this with me. Stand together and say with me. Let's, let's, let's do a confession today. Amen? Amen? Say, I am not a person of fear. I am a person of faith. Say, I am a child of the living God. I'm a child of the King. I am a King. I am a worshiper. I am a conqueror. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. I am a warrior. No devil is big enough to stop me because greater is he that is in me than he that is against me. Say, I am healthy. I am wealthy. Say, I am blessed. Say, I am a winner. Say, I am moving forward. Say, I am a person of destiny. In the name of Jesus, my dreams will come true in Jesus' name. Do you believe it, church? Give him all the praise and the glory. We are more than conquerors. Yes, there will be persecution. Yes, there will be affliction. Yes, there will be torment. Yes, there will be people talking about us. But in all those things, we are more than conquerors. Hallelujah. I have two books at the bookshop that will bless your life. Amen. God bless you. We love you. Dad. 
Thank you for joining us during this episode of Living Life with Dr. Theo and Bev Fulmerans. We hope that through this inspired teaching, you had an encounter with God. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of Apostle Theo and Dr. Bev Volmerans and would like to enjoy more resources, we hope you will visit our website at www.christianfamilychurch.co.za or for our American listeners, www.christianfamilychurchsa.com. Thank you.